Okay, everyone, welcome along to another episode of Championship Thrill with myself, Steve, joined as always by Phil. Um, this is, of course, our uh, Monday show, Monday, Tuesday, midweek kind of show before the midweek games. Um, a couple of cool results at the weekend. We'll go into all of them. There's bits of news, bits of transfer news, all that, obviously, with the window closing on Thursday. So we'll look ahead to them. Phil has a few... Um, rumours and that that are, are possibly happening and things that are, are going on in that. So I suppose we might as well crack on with it. Um, will we start with the bit of sad news that came out today, which is Bristol City's defender, Nathan Barker, forced to retire the age yeah. of 31. Yeah. Um, Just constantly. People might remember it. They might not remember it. Uh, last season, he had a horrific clash of heads in their game against Sheffield United. Oh, yeah. Um. And I guess he got a double concussion. And on medical advice, he's, he's been told he shouldn't play anymore. Yeah. Um, no, that said, he's he's doing fine. He's well. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just he's he can't play at a professional level anymore because it would be a significant risk to his ongoing future health. Yeah. Um, obviously, if he was to bash his head again. Um, 31, he's kind of had a varied career. He was, you know, on the books of Aston Villa, played 100 times for them, loan spells at Lincoln, Millwall, and uh, obviously at Ashton Gate before he made that move permanent and went to Bristol City in 2017. It's a scary thing that this can happen so easily. Yeah. Um, um, in the blink of an eye almost. Yeah, I mean, it is, isn't it? It's, it's kind of scary to think that that could happen Yeah. Um, so quickly. Got a clash of heads like that. And um, obviously, he's saying all the usual stuff, how he's going to miss the game and all that. But he's got to step away for um, for the good of his health and put his family first. And, you know, that it's not worth the risk anymore, which it isn't. Yeah. Uh, you imagine he might go off and do some of his coaching badges and that kind of thing again and may end up at the club as an ambassador, as a, as a coach or as a, yeah, yeah. As something in the future. At least you would hope so. But uh, kind of sad news with that one. Yeah. Um, then we kind of move on to the manager managerial changes. Yeah, there has been a few of them since we last talked as well. Do you want to go through them quickly? Well, it was weird because it happened out of nowhere. I know I was messaging you saying Alex Neal's yeah. with Stoke, and I'm like, but that's a yeah. weird one. That's a very, very bizarre one. It was uh, a weird one to leave Sunderland to become the like since we were there the last time. Um, Holden left Stoke City, obviously. Yeah, um, then. Like you said, Neil left Sunderland to go to Stoke. Yeah. It, it, it was kind of crazy. And then Tony Mowbray went to Sunderland. Yeah, which, you know, he's done well. I thought he did very well with Blackburn the last he couple did. of seasons. He got the, so he got some uh, backlash at towards the end, but he did very well last year. Yeah, I, th- I think he did. And I think he's a good appointment for that team. Lots of experience in this league. And yeah. you know they're they're there thereabouts. They're only a point off the playoffs. I know it's very early. They're still only six games gone. Yeah. Um, but they are only a point off the playoffs. So you know, um, hopefully it's going to be interesting to see how the new managers do. Yeah, Alex Neil was the weird one though. I it didn't see that coming. Because if you're going for Stoke to be a new manager and you're thinking, who can we get? It's like, yeah. It's almost like pulling a name out of a hat at this stage. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a strange one. It really is. Very, very bizarre. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I certainly didn't see it going. Um, oh. So that's that's the way. Uh, the way the managers have shaped up. A bit of musical chairs with the managers. Mowbray, like you say, going Sunderland. Um, Holden leaving Stoke as uh, well, obviously he was only in temporary charge anyway, and then uh, Neil going in there. 
Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things shape up with those teams. Obviously, new managers mm. are um, are uh, you know usually they get a good bounce. They get a good from the new managers yeah. now. Yeah. So, um, do you want to have a little chat about next? I suppose uh, we can talk about some of the transfers. A couple of transfers, and there's a couple of interesting ones. Um, there is, there is. Um, there's a couple that aren't going to show up. That we'll go into the ones that do show up, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. One is obviously Hyam is going to go to Blackburn. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that's up there yet because it's pretty, pretty. No, I don't. Think, I don't think it's kind of gone through or anything yet. No. Yeah, one of the ones that we would know about, obviously, is um, the Irish under twenty-one fullback. Um, is off to Blackpool, Andy Lyons from Shamrock Rovers. Yeah. Um, he uh, came been... into Shamrock Rovers, only signed them last January from Bows. Yeah. Uh, from Bohemians, they are talking that it's a significant fee. There was talk they turned down quarter of a million earlier. Um, in the transfer window, yeah, for him. So, I don't know what report you're thinking, but the ones I'm seeing reckon it's about three hundred thousand pounds plus add-ons. Yeah, close to four hundred thousand. Yeah, and and you know some of those add-ons will include a percentage of the sell-on fee and all that kind of thing. Yeah, a very good wing back. He scored in the Champions League uh, qualifier last week. Yeah, uh, that got them the win against um, Ferveros, even though they were four 0 down from the first leg. So I don't understand why more more teams don't get buys like this. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of value in doing this kind of deal. There is, and it's good to see a leave Ireland club holding firm and saying no. You know, this yeah. is the price we want for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I I thought that was very. Very good, but uh, he's not going to join Blackpool until January. But they've got themselves a very, very good uh, wing back. Really, I know they're, they're saying he's a full back. He's not really. He's more of a wing back. Yeah. Um, kind of that attacking wing back role. He plays very well. So we'll we'll see. Will will he slot into a uh, back four Blackpool? Or are they going to play with their wing backs? Speaking of Irish uh, players. Yep. Cyrus Christie. Uh, yeah, that was a that was. I think that's a good good move. Yeah. Uh, he's he obviously knows the championship because he's been there, done mm. that, and he's pretty experienced. Mm. Uh, we only had a chat about him actually the race and how good he is if he's used right. Uh, yeah, again, I would class him more as that wing back. He's better in that kind of role. Yeah, I think he's very good in the final third, better than people probably give him credit for. Mm. Uh, very athletic, very good defender. Um, I've always thought he's never really let Ireland down when he's played for Ireland. So. Yeah, free transfer. Uh, so free transfer, Fulham to Hull. Hull have picked up a couple of good players in the yeah. last week or so. Yeah. And um, uh, what else do we have going on? Balogun's but, gone to QPR. Yeah, Naby Sarah is a big one. I thought because I I thought he was a big player yeah. last season for Huddersfield. He was very big, and uh, yeah, he scored at the week for Reading. So got yeah. the got the winner as well. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And uh, that sent Reading top of the table. Um, so, so that's not that's not Birmingham a bad are signing two United players. Um, it, yeah. look, it looks like Chong will be a permanent deal, and Hannibal will be alone. Um, Hannibal has so much potential. I'm actually, it's great that he's getting game time. That that's what you want, isn't it? You want the youngsters to go get a bit of game time, see what they can do. But the thing um, is, Chong, it just hasn't worked out from anywhere he's went. So. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's a lot of potential there. But you look at some other players who've gone down. You look at the like the like Emil Smith Rowe when he went to Huddersfield and developed there, and 
came back to Arsenal, what he's done. You look at um, Harvey Elliott and how he started the season with Liverpool and, you know, all he did when he was on loan at Blackburn. Yeah. You know, so it is it is a good place for some of these youngsters to come down and play in the championship. And there is a route back into the first team of their parent clubs as well. It's not a, it's not like you go on loan, you're never going to make it. Yeah. Um, other news is kind of Breher and Diaz is now wanted in Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems to yeah, be every, be every week there's a new team. A new team after me. It's going to be interesting to see where he where he ends up. Well, everything, um, every, everything, everything wanting, but they're wary of his injury past. Yeah, that's true. Um, I suppose a couple of votes, two forwards. Puskas has left Red and gone to Genoa. Yeah. Um, and Sebastian Soto's left Norwich. Uh, forgot he was even at Norwich, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, so I don't know if they're going to miss him that much. Um, Burnley brought in the goalkeeper. Uh, Frenchie from Paris Saint-Germain. It's a good signing. Uh, so we'll see how he also, does. Also, uh, Chelsea defender Eaton Apadu is wanted yeah. by Middlesbrough wanted my loan. I don't, I don't know if that'll happen, but it's been talked about. Yeah. Um, what about Benet? Who's gone to Sunderland? Um, young, that, young left winger. Interesting to see That the guy from PSG. Um no no he came in from where did he come in from? Because there's a young um, lad, there's Heridiano, a young lad. yeah he's very young. There's a young lad from PSG on the verge of going to to championship, um as mm. well. Yeah, no I think they signed him from like a uh, some team in Costa Rica. Okay. Uh very very young uh very young winger so it'll be interesting to see how he does. He may not make it in the first team straight away but. Uh, you know, some, some good ones, I suppose, like you said, Paveda going into Blackpool. Yeah, and, and uh, from Leeds on loan. Uh, Niles uh, and Cuckoo. Yeah. It's gone to Cardiff um, from Everton. That's, he's decent. He'd be decent. Yeah. And the big story of the thing that I heard today is Sandenberg from Sheffield United, um, Liverpool. Uh, it's the big one. That could be a big one in the championship window. It could be. Um, it really Ars- could. Arsenal at one point wanted him. Um, yeah, I think Arsenal were linked with him when it looked like people were saying Arsenal are going to want a, um, uh, what you call it, a midfielder. He's 24. Is he, is he 24 or something? Something around that. Like he was, I think, you know, the season they stayed up in the Premier League, he was very good. Um, yeah. And then they went down, obviously. He was good in that season too. So yeah, he's he's got a bit of Premier League experience. Good yeah. fee for him. I'm sure they'll let him go. Thirty five million is the release clause. Um, so yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But well, the problem is, like, he's going money. to want if Liverpool come in, he's going to want to listen to the offer at least. I think so. I think so. And like you said, um, like big clubs have always been linked with him, and you know, fair play to him. He hasn't ever let that unsettle him, unlike some players do. Yeah, exactly. So we'll um. We'll see how that one plays out, and I'm sure when we when we have our show Thursday night after the transfer window closes, we'll uh, there'll well, be a couple of surprises, no doubt, that we didn't see coming, as there usually is. Uh, Middlesbrough, interest, I, Middlesbrough interest in Frank Onyenka from uh, Brentford. On loan again, or on loan, yeah, on loan, yeah. Yeah, we're we're going to see a few more loans, I imagine. I think I wonder. Do you think the World Cup is going to do that as well, where you're going to have players who are like are not playing, 
I need to play if I want to make the World Cup team. That's that's true. You know, so like you might get a few of those fringe players who are part of their national side thinking, I've got to play games here because the other guy in my position is playing in some, you know, the Swiss second division or something, but he's playing every game. I think the championship one's going to be wild come Thursday. Um, I think so. I think you'll see a lot of transfers within the division as well. Yeah, because I know they're playing tomorrow on Wednesday. I don't think there's any games on Thursday. Um, yeah, we'll go through all those games in a minute. Yeah, nothing going in there. I think Thursday is going to be the mad one. Yeah. Um, for the transfer window shut. Uh, so we'll, we'll wait and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, there are 970 million market 970. Yeah. market values. So they're almost there. You're, they're almost getting there. <laughs> they're almost at a billion market value. We've had, we've had about that before. That they're going. To, will they get there? Wait, I think so. I think they will. Yeah, I think they will. They're getting close to it. And like you said, there's a. Well, Ishmael, uh, Mar- Ishmael Sar now will go and it'll be up there then. Yeah, that's it. It's it's gonna. We'll wait and see what happens. I suppose. Yeah. Um. Any more rumors? Not, not too many. I suppose. Not too many, not not right now, but I'd say definitely yeah. come come Wednesday there'll definitely be a few. It's just the problem is like they all preparing for matches tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. Wednesday. That's it, and then like I said, you have the games on Thursday, and we'll uh, the window closes at eleven p.m. We'll probably do um, a special around that time. Yeah. Um, try and uh, get it out as quick as we can, then as well turn around fast. So yeah. will we have a look back? Quickly at the weekend's results because there was a few mad ones in there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where you want to start. Blackpool three, Bristol City three. Blackpool three all draws seem to be a speciality suddenly. That's their second one in like a week. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. But <laughs> they're very good. To be fair, Tom. Yeah. And um, um, on the flip side of that, Preston have played what five games, six yeah. games, four nil all draws and a yeah. one nil win. Yeah. It's... Yeah, like something like that. Like Millwall a few years ago, but yeah. Or is it five nil alls and a one nil win? (laughs) It's something like that anyway. I'm gonna have to look that up because you you, because you've said that now. Yeah, I do think it's five. I think it might be five nil nils and a one nil win. Where are they coming? I think they're unbeaten. Preston. Or maybe they're not. They have eight points. Yeah. Uh, their goal difference is plus one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think they have like they've got a lot of nil all draws anyway. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, it's kind of become their speciality. I think you could be spot on. Yeah, I think they might have five nil, five nil odds and a one five nil draws and a win. Yeah, that's what they yeah, have. Yeah, I think I think the only game where they had more goals was when they um. We're playing in the EFL Cup. Like, they're very good defensively, and they're just yeah, they can't yeah, score. they can't yeah, score. Yeah, nil nil with Hull. Then they beat Luton one nil. Then they drew nil nil with Rotherham. Then they drew nil nil with Watford. And at the weekend, they drew nil nil with uh, with Cardiff City. So yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. Five nil, five nil nils and a one nil win. Yeah, uh, Gordon, eight points. Just talking about crazy, we go to Blackburn. They've completely gone off the rails. If all the power we're talking about that in the last show, aren't we two yeah. three nil defeats in a row? They've I know lost they've lost the game, stroke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they got yeah. lucky in the league, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't um, know. I know what it is. I know we were talking about um 
we were talking about um, about Hull. Yeah. Not and how well they have started, but they yeah. had another uh, impressive display at the weekend. That's again, like we were saying, we don't know what commentary are going going to bring. Um, so that was a tricky one. I think mm. Hull were took advantage of them not playing matches. Yeah, and I mean, like we said, nicely. Like Coventry rock bottom at one point. I know. But yeah. they've three games in hand in most teams. Yeah, yeah. But you don't want to be. We were saying it the other week. Even though you've those games in hand, you don't want to be in that position yeah. where you have to start winning games in hand to claim out a relegation. That's it, exactly. Now the plus side for Coventry, I suppose, is the pitch is okay now. Yeah. And then um, the game against Preston should go ahead. Hopefully, it won't be nil nil. <laughs> One in the um, but the other plus side for them, I guess, is that those games in hand are going to be home matches. Mm, for so, sure. Yeah. Um, you imagine Coventry will climb the table a little yeah. bit, but it's not been a great start for them. One point from their three. And then, uh, speaking of teams that are kind of we expected them down the bottom, Reading. Yeah. Keep on going. And they had a run like that, didn't they? When they dropped out of the playoffs, was it last season? Uh, yeah, and I think is what killed them last season was that you that international break. Yeah, <laughs> the, the season before was yeah, the back they were. Yeah, the season before they were on that mad run at the start of the season. They were in the playoffs all year, and then they drop out with about two weeks to go. Um, yeah, good yeah it wasn't good. It's a good win. Millwall are at home, like. Yeah, like you said, Sarah comes in, does the business straight away. That's it, exactly. Uh, and a free transfer, they didn't even pay a fee for him. So. Exactly. And like we said, Millwall are one of those teams, you never know what they're going to do. Yeah. They definitely have the ability to push for the playoffs. No, they're not out of it. They're two points off the sixth place. Oh, yeah. But uh, they've been losing games they shouldn't be losing, really. Yeah, exactly. Especially at home, like I said, Rotherham are a surprise. Yeah, that's a good win. That's a very good you know? win. Um, Watford obviously were unbeaten coming into this game. Big yeah. win for QPR. QPR, another team who probably needed a win because again they were a team that would be looking, thinking we could make the playoffs. Yeah. But they weren't on a good run of form. Yeah. Um, I think they've got lot two points from their three games before the Watford one. I think if Chris Willock plays well, they win every time. Yeah. And we he talked about him the other week. I mean, not playable. He could be a guy that they might struggle to hold on to. Maybe yeah. not this transfer window, but possibly around the January window if he keeps going the way he's going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Burnley Wigan. I, I thought this was going to happen. I didn't think it would happen this soon that they were going yeah. to dismantle someone. They were going to hammer someone. That's it. Um, so, we have, yeah, if we if we look at, um, at some of the teams, there as well up near the top, like I said, Rotherham off to a great start. Yeah. Another good win for them. Um, one of only two unbeaten teams in the league, Preston, as we just talked about the other one, although Preston have five draws. I know, yeah. Um, and one win. Uh, Preston's goal difference is, like you say, kind of hilarious. Zero goals against, one goal for. That's crazy. It really is. But, but if you look at, um, at some of the teams up near the top, there's a lot of teams conceding goals, but you look at Rotherham's goal difference, Eight far two against. Mm, just looking at it there, yeah. That's one of the better defenses in the division so far. Yeah, no, I can no, I can only see them getting better. Like we always put them down as struggling. Yeah, you know? but like this season, 
But again, but the, champ- the championship is the kind of league that could, you could want a bad run in. That's it. And if you, I, you'd almost equate them to Fulham in some ways, the way Fulham come down and go up and come down and go up. Yeah. Eventually, it's going to click for them. And you see how Fulham have started the Premier League season. Um, Rotherham have kind of done the same in the championship it's like we've been up and down a few times you know we're kind of sick of being relegated yeah. we're just going to you know adapt a bit better to championship they've, they've got a great start they really have um, they've only played five games they're like we said other than Preston they're the only unbeaten side in the league mm, just hard to beat uh, very hard to beat very hard to score against I suppose and Benny off to a flyer when it comes to goals yeah, I know he didn't score the weekend for, but... great for Ireland yeah Great for Ireland, and he's uh, he's another player that they might struggle to hang on to. Uh, don't, uh, not any other results that you and thought Nor- were Norwich Sunderland. Norwich Sunderland was a strange game, wasn't it? Yeah, don't. You were we were talking. I missed it, but you were telling me about the miss. Yeah, there was an awful awful miss. Tim Crawley, I suppose you credit him for the save, but it was volley from about three yards. It kind of hit Crawley in the shoulder and crashed off the bar. Um, Sunderland had a few decent chances, but they weren't. They're firing wide more than they were hitting the target. The problem with Norwich, obviously, had the quality to get the goal. And uh, remember when Norwich went up two seasons ago? Yeah. It was on the back of a lot of 1 0 wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it, yeah. Um, so, you know, are they going to start doing that again? Three Maybe. on the bounce now for Norwich. It's a good win. But the problem with Norwich that I was kind of thinking about yesterday, they're an aging side. Yeah. Um. They must have at least six players who yeah. are over 30. Um, yeah, they must. And some of those youngsters. Yeah. And some of those youngsters, too, you must, like that they do have in the team, that you must say it's time for them to step up a little bit. Like Cantwell, like you said, yeah, he's got to start playing better for them. And he has been a little bit. Um, and even Max Ahrens, you know, at fullback, when they were in the championship a few seasons ago, there was talk of Barcelona trying to get him. Yeah. You know, so even Man United were linked with him at one point as well. Yeah, so they have players, they have good players, but it's these one nil wins that got them up the last time, and you know, three three wins in a row now for them, not one nil wins obviously, but three wins in a row, and they're certainly headed in the right direction. Our Norwich, yeah. um, Burnley, who we said needed a win badly, and um, kind yeah. of exploded a bit. Yeah, good win. Um, uh, five one over Wigan, and. Um, you know, Wigan hadn't been going that bad, obviously. I think it was their first defeat of the season. Yeah, they had a lot of draws as well. Yeah, I think three draws and a win coming into that one. Yeah. But Burnley needed something because they were another team that had drawn too many games already this season. That was common, though, that the same as like Manchester City. They were just one team in for a hiding. Yeah, and it was just unfortunate it was Wigan and unfortunate it was in front of their home crowd. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was about it, really. Obviously, um, you go back to Friday night's game, it was a 1 1 draw between Luton and Sheffield United. And like we always say, Luton's very, very, very hard to beat. Yeah. Um, at home. So Sheffield United with a point there, which puts them in second place um, on goal difference just ahead of Hull. And Norwich in fourth, Rotherham fifth, Burnley in sixth. Kind of rounding out the top six there. Watford just below them. Um. Yeah, Watford not on a great run. Three draws, a win and defeat yeah. in their last fives. Two draws and a defeat in their last three games. And like we said, Blackburn, who won their opening three games, have lost the three since. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's you know, 
there's not too many teams on a on a great run of form once you get outside the top six. Aye, so aye, it's aye. gonna be interesting to see how the midweek games play out. And I suppose uh, we might as well yeah. have a look to the midweek games while we are talking about them and see who is playing tomorrow. So we've got Birmingham City, uh, our home to Norwich. That's gonna be a very, very tough for Norwich. It really is. Yeah. Uh, Birmingham have lost three of the last four. Yeah. Uh, playing at home, Norwich have won their last three. Well, that the midweek matches are like so unpredictable, they're un- unbelievably unpredictable. Like, that could, end, like that could end for all. Like, yeah, because we play Saturday, we play Tuesday, we play Saturday again. Yeah, or we play Saturday, we play Wednesday, we play Saturday. You can't play the same 11 for those three games no. every week of the season. Yeah. You know, um, I think you're going to see it obviously in the Premier League this week too. You're going to see teams resting players midweek, yeah. uh, knowing the weekend games are coming up. But I think you're going to see you see that rotation in the Championship where yeah. they don't make wholesale changes, but two or three changes here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and see how it plays out. But yeah, Birmingham City Norwich that's going to be a tricky one. Burnley against Millwall, you just never know with Millwall. Sure. Uh, but you you imagine Burnley after getting they needed a win. Um, but it's can they put it together again? That's the yeah. consistency you need, really. Cardiff Luton, hard to call for that one. Very hard call, yeah. Uh, QPR Hull, both teams, you know, good win for QPR the weekend away to Watford. QPR win a good run. Hull are decent. Yeah, that that is the makings of a cracker of a game. That's one you could see going like three one one way or the other kind of a game. Yeah. Um, Sheffield United home to Reading. Um. For Reading's sake, they shouldn't, they can't lose. Yeah, the top two head to head. Yeah. To decide the title. It's that on TV, isn't it? I imagine that if you're picking a game for TV, that's got to be the one. The top two playing each other. Yeah. Um, Championship decider on the seventh game of the season. (laughs) (laughs) Only 39 games to go after these midweek games. (laughs) Um, Wigan, who just got absolutely stuffed at home, are playing West Brom. Yeah, but West Brom are not. On, if West Brom are in good form, I'd say they would have beat them, but they're not. So it, yeah, and it's one of those where I think Wigan are almost going to play like we just lost five one. We're yeah. going to just not let you score a goal. Yeah, that exactly. Could be a nil nil or a one nil well one way one or the nil, other. One nil or nil all. <laughs> yeah, Watford against Borough. Watford obviously stung by QPR. Their first defeat of the season. They, they were on a good on. run. Yeah, pressure now on the manager. Yeah. Because they've only picked up uh, two points. They've what they've uh, two draws and a defeat in their last three games. Mm. He loses this one, he'll probably get the sack yeah. because it's Watford. Yeah. Oh yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Um because they are just that ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll wait and see. That's uh you'd imagine Watford at home will be a bit too strong I, for Middlesbrough. You would, you would think you can get it done already, yeah. Middlesbrough not having a great season. I no. mean, I know they won the weekend. One, they win one and three, I think. Is it a... Yeah, you know, a few draws, a few wins, a couple of defeats. They're not, you know, they're a bit all over the place, like I said. Wednesday games, Bristol City home to Huddersfield Town. Mm. Um, Again, no idea which way that one could go. Um, Bristol City are the team in form, but I know what you mean. It could go anyway. Yeah, Bristol City. It's something about Bristol City, like... Last season it was like we're, we'll be good at home, or the season before was we'll be good at home. This season it seems like they don't want to play at home. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And last season they went through that bad run of, of games as well. But like you said, they're unbeaten in four. Yeah. 
um, while um, Huddersfield Town are one of the teams struggling. Now we we figured Huddersfield would struggle yeah. this season. The new manager, so manager's gone. It's one of those where you imagine Bristol will win. Yeah, but it's uh, it's kind of impossible to uh, to tell at the same time. Um, so that's a, a a tricky one, if you will. Um, Coventry Preston is going to be. I mean, Coventry you know, Preston. Dire, yeah, I, I suppose good news that that one's going to go ahead. Yeah. Um, because that's what you you want, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Stoke Swansea. Stoke Swansea. Yeah, that's a that's I, a, an interesting one. I think new manager Stoke. Yeah, I suppose you think you'll get off Saturday was in the crowd. They got a good win at the weekend, didn't they? Yeah, um, yeah, one nil win. Yeah, one nil win away I from home. We talked about earlier. So uh, yeah, maybe Sunderland, Sunderland Rotherham, two teams Sunderland, going pretty well. Sunderland are going to end their record, don't they? I think they'll beat them. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, Sunderland, you know, kind of a win sandwich between two defeats. But again, new manager. And Blackpool and Blackburn. Blackpool and Blackburn, and eight o'clock kickoff on the Wednesday. Um, yes, who knows? Seven all. What What are the odds on another three all draw on that one? Under? Two all at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard three. to draw. Yeah, that they couldn't. It can't be three games in all. I mean, there's no way that could be three all three <laughs> games in a row. It, it It would just be the most ridiculous thing to ever happen in football. Uh, yeah. To uh, to to like Blackpool literally as well. Like the thing is, both these teams have very nice. Um, you know, people like things nice and neat. And um, one of those is going to end. Well, both are probably going to end. Like Blackpool have six games played, two wins, two draws, two defeats. Yeah. Blackburn have six games played, three wins, three defeats. Mm. Um. So something's gonna. No matter what happens, they're gonna mess up their their nice. Uh, even look in the table, but Blackburn really needs something out this one. Exactly, no, they read even if they could just get a point and just get going again. Like you don't want like Blackpool are unbeaten in three. Blackburn have lost their last three. Yeah, and um, Blackpool obviously would be the form team there. But like we said, two ridiculous three all draws for Blackpool. <laughs> um, you know, one which they probably felt they should have won, and one which they felt they should have lost. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, well, they should have lost it. They should have lost to Burnley. Yeah, they really should have. Yeah, and at the weekend, then they'll probably feel that they, they possibly should have got the win out of that one. Yeah, um, but look, it, it is what it is. So maybe a three all draw, but uh, I wouldn't be betting on it exactly because uh, that it just can't happen. Although you'll probably text me tomorrow on a, on Wednesday night, you'll be it's three two, yeah, <laughs> 10 minutes to go. Because I know that you'll be at a, at a gig when the results are on. So. That's it, that's it. And, um, yeah, so we'll be keeping an eye out on things. Like I said, we'll be back Thursday. Before we leave, is there anything that has gone through in the last couple of seconds? Uh, not, not really. Not uh, much happening? No, like I just keep an eye on it because it does change for quite frequently. Yeah, you, um, you just don't know what's going to happen. But Like you said... There is talk of Seth Vandenberg from Liverpool, yeah. from Liverpool going somewhere. Yeah, I was, was he a... Uh, he, he was, was a on It was a Preston for the last two seasons. Yeah. Yeah, well, last season and a half. He came in January originally. Didn't he? Um, like you said, you've mentioned it already about Chan going back to uh, to Birmingham. He did okay with them when he was there last time. 
Yeah, he uh, did. But, but you're talking it's going to be a permanent deal this time. Yeah, they, they want to sell him because he's just not he's not working out. Um, yeah, and I suppose new managers like, look, you're not going to make it into the first team. You know, we want you to um, we want you to go somewhere. We want you to go somewhere and play football. I suppose it's not fair on him if they're going to. If he's not going to make it into a team, then what's the point in hanging around? Because how old is he now? He's not old, obviously, but... He's 21, I think. Yeah. But I know what you mean. He's not, like... He's not... He's not, But he's, he's not 21 and Harvey Elliott. He's not 21 and, you know, he's he's on the bench or he's playing because of injuries. He's, yeah. he's like, nowhere near the squad and he's 21. There's a guy from Chelsea that could be going on loan to Preston. They're saying... I was just reading there because I just kind of laughed to myself. Yeah. This will this will be the guy that will solve all their problems. Yeah, I I like I've heard of him and I, he is decent. Dujan Sterling from Chelsea, right? He's a decent decent young forward, but like that's a lot of pressure to be saying things like he'll solve their problems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But like, what's the story with Shawnee? Uh, he was out injured at the start of the season. I assume he's still injured. Yeah, like, um, he really should no, be probably. I'll have a look into that. Um, because, obviously, uh, Preston aren't scoring goals. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, what, what is happening to him? Um, I think he's out injured at the minute. I'll just I'll just yeah, look into that and see. Yeah. Obviously, he's not, not been the goal scorer for Preston that he was when he was at... Cork City, yeah. Um, but I think he gives you everything, and he almost sets up, you know, room for others, and they seem to score better when he's in the team. Yeah, and um, offers a lot of things to the team. Absolutely, and I, I think he is. Um, is he injured at the moment? It's, I know he's injured at the start of the season. I'm not so sure what's going on with him. Um, at the moment, yeah. Um, very, very, very vague information coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, a very, very good player at the same time. Um, a player who's in the last year of his contract as well at Preston. Yeah. Um, his contract is up next summer, so it's hard to know he could go to Scotland or Celtic or someone. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's 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 hard to know where he's going to go. Um, yeah, it's it's you know, how's he doing with his um. We can see his injuries. Yeah, if there is any injuries there with him. Yeah, he sees uh, injury every few months. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing too much really when it comes to his um to what's going on with him. Yeah. So we'll uh we'll have to wait and see. Um yeah. what's gonna happen with poor Shawnee Maguire. So, but yeah, it's been a busy week. It's been good matches. There's been kind of fun matches. Uh, this tomorrow and Wednesday should be a few more crackers. Uh, That's it. And then on to the weekend again for another run. So we'll be back before then anyway. Absolutely, we'll be back before then. Yeah, he, the Achilles injury he had. I don't know when he's planned to be back from it. It was apparently a nasty enough one. So we'll we'll wait and see. He'll probably be in the starting lineup now midweek. Uh, and we said that, and he'll score 15 goals, um, uh, which would be nice. Uh, uh, I suppose the big news of the week as well is that Nigel Pearson is still managing. He hasn't retired yet, <laughs> um, which is which is always good. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, will Watford still have a manager by the weekend? Who knows? Um, wait, wait and see. He's been in the job a long time. Six games. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, another six he'll be gone. Yeah, I mean it's only one win in five. You know, he's he's certainly close to the chop, I'd say. <laughs> it's true though, you're right, like if he gets another three, doesn't get a win now in the next three games. Yeah. He's got your man back again, what's yeah, his right. name? Who's been there about twelve times? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I don't like Garcia, is it? Yeah. <laughs> We'll get him back in again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That season, they had about four managers. I know, and I yeah. think he was there twice. He uh, was. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Right. The managerial merry-go-round has started early anyway, so he wouldn't be surprised if someone else gets the chop um, after the midweek games. Um, you know, a few teams are struggling. Swansea being one of them that are really not doing well this season. Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, I mean, Luton haven't been great. They've drawn too many games, but they're not getting rid of their manager. He's too good for them. Yeah. Um, so will we leave it there, Phil? Yeah. And we will be back Thursday evening when the transfer window is tightly shut. So and we will know exactly what the squads are going to be until um January, until yeah. January. And we might just do a quick rundown club by club of who they've brought in, who they've let go over the transfer window. Well, the big names, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The big names, yeah. Obviously, not every little transfer they've done. Yeah, the it would be here for twelve hours. We'd be there for about twelve hours. We're pressed and releasing fourteen players and bringing in twenty-seven. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we will leave it there. So um. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll talk to you again Thursday. Yeah. Cheers.